0: on this episode of the Grown Life podcast. The next thing is God isn't showing up when he when we want him to. So many times we're like, God, I need you to, to move by this Thursday at noon. Not saying that he won't if that's his will, but a lot of times we try to put these constraints and these boxes on God and he's like, I don't I don't work and live in living time. What's up y'all it's steven here again with another episode of the grown life podcast where the purpose of this podcast is to provide motivation and growth through life love and everything in between grown for me is an acronym that stands for keep god first renew your mind operate in your purpose Win, and never forget god in your win so welcome 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 to the grown life podcast and before we even get started let's pray Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you and I praise you for who you are. I thank you for your grace, mercy, kindness, and your understanding, God. I'm praying that you would allow us to to really seek to be in your time and to seek to be in your will. God, I'm also praying for motivation, encouragement, and empowerment for those that are seeking your purpose in their lives. All of these things we're asking in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. So today we are talking about 1 Samuel 13. And what I really mean by this is doing things God's way or doing things his way versus doing things my way. And for me, this is uh, a topic that is uh, extremely difficult at times because I know when I get frustrated and a lot of times I have a plan in my head that I don't necessarily communicate well and I get so frustrated because I'm like, yo, this was supposed to go the plan. This was supposed to be the plan. This was supposed to be the time. This was supposed to be Whatever. And God's like, yeah, try again. So in, in 1 Samuel 13, specifically verses 13 through 15, but I'll read a few more. Um, and so it says in 1 Samuel 12, I thought, now let's give you some backstory, actually. So this is a story in 1 Samuel 13 where Saul is is really fighting against some of his enemies. And this is before David. And he was really supposed to be waiting on Samuel to to come and offer the sacrifice for the Lord to bless Saul. And what happened? Saul took it upon himself to do it. And so starting from verse 7 and 1 Samuel 13, some Hebrews even crossed the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. Saul remained at Gilgal and all the troops with him were quaking with fear. He waited seven days, the time set by Samuel, but Samuel did not come to Gilgal, and Saul's men began to scatter. So he said, bring me the burnt offering and the fellowship offerings, and Saul offered up the burnt offering. Just as he finished making the offering, Samuel arrived, and Saul went to greet him. What have you done, Samuel asked. Saul replied, when I saw that the men were scattering, that you did not come at the set time. And that the Philistines were assembling at Michmash. I thought, now the Philistines will come down against me at Gilgal and have not sought the Lord's favor. So I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering. You have done a foolish thing, Samuel said. You have not kept the command the Lord your God gave you. If you had, he would have established your kingdom over Israel for all time. But now your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him ruler of his people. Because you have not kept the Lord's command. Then Samuel left Gilgal and went up to Gibeah and Benjamin, and Saul counted the men who were with him. They numbered about six hundred. Um, so for me, this is a very, very convicting chapter and convicting set of verses and passage essentially. And this isn't one, this isn't the first time Saul has kind of gone through this. There's another time where in the Bible. Saul's like, yo, it, it is important for us to remember that for like, not forgiveness, but obedience is better than sacrifice, right? Obedience to the Lord and his timing is better than sacrifice. But in this specific passage from really seven through 15, Saul is doing things his way. And in doing things his way, he solidifies that he will not be the king over Israel and his, and his kingdom will not be established. And I think about when we, when it says, um, God has sought out a man after his own heart. We all know that David because David is known as a man after God's own heart. And so a few things that I kind of got from this passage and I got from this text is the timing, right? He was like, yo, I felt compelled to, you didn't come at the specific time that we arranged on and we set. And so many times for me in my life, I've seen that over and over again, where it's like, yo, I had a plan. This is the time that this was supposed to happen. It didn't happen this way. You were running late. So I went ahead and did it myself. Right. Has, has anybody else kind of felt that or heard that? I have. Right. And a lot of times we, we have that same attitude toward other people, but especially God, a part of the fear that we we feel sometimes is one is like, yo, God, you're not answering in the time where I want you to you got, you're not answering the time where I think I need you to. And I realize that God will always answer in the time that, that is best for his will. And for you essentially, because a lot of times we're like, yo God, I want you to, to help me when it's comfortable. I want you to be in a time where it's comfortable, where I have some time and some wiggle room to play around. A lot of times he comes in exactly when you need him right on time. Um, it's, it's really interesting to see, even as, especially in other relationships, because a lot of times the way that we treat God, we treat other people. And it's like, man, in these relationships, how how are you with your time? Like when, when people say a set time, do you freak out and do you flip out? And you're like, man. You think and you think back, you're like, man, if that was if that was me on the other side of that, I would want them to to treat me a different way. I would want them to be a different way. But I would also want them to show up on time because that's what I want. I would, I would do my best to be able to show up better on time. And it's not about showing up on time or not being on time. It's about doing things God's way. When they're not on time, what do you do? When God tells you to wait on him, do you, do you just take it in your own hands and do it anyway? A lot of times that's what we do. Especially for me, it's like okay god well i'm I'm not gonna do it this way, and you know, i'm I'm waiting on you for this, I'm waiting you for this i'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you about it, but in my head, I really already have a decision made up about what I want to do, or it's like god i'm I'm praying to you about this, you know what I'm saying, but I'm gonna go ahead and do this now because you know you say act in faith, and a lot of times we say act in faith, but it's really just acting on our own fruition, acting on what we want to do and not what what God has us to do. The next thing is God isn't showing up when he when we want him to. So many times we're like, God, I need you to to move by this Thursday at noon, not saying that he won't if that's his will. But a lot of times we try to put these constraints and these boxes on God. And he's like, I don't I don't work in living time. I live outside of the time that you understand. I live. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. And we always have to remember that Jeremiah 29, 11 is like, look, for I have the plan, for I have plans for you. And it's, and it's so different where we, 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 so, so many times don't even add God into our plans. Right. Saul's so was like, and, and I think about this, this too, one thing that I realized is that Saul had like a set schedule. Like he's like, yo, I have this, this stationary kind of, system in place where it's like, okay, cool. I ask for I, I go up here, I sit, I wait, ask for God to to bless me. He blessed me. We win. Repeat. And so many times we have that system set up. And a lot of times we get so caught up and we believe so much more in the system than we do in the God of that system. We we put so much more time and faith. It's like, oh yeah, I can do this. This system just works for me. And a lot of times when God's like, yeah, you should change your system up, you're just like, "Mm, but the system works, God. Like, why would you change that? Right. Now, and a God is a God of order. Don't get me wrong, but he definitely wants to understand. And so many times he throws in destructions and and interactions or even roadblocks in your way to mess up that system. So you always remember to count and trust on him. And for me, that's very, very difficult. So many times I'm just like, okay, cool. I got my system set. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And when something kind of comes in there, I, I do everything in my power to fight that, whatever that was against that system, right? For me, it's like going to bed early. Like I, I, I need to go to bed early so I can get up and wake up. But it's like, yo, I, like, can you just stay up a little bit later? And I'm like, ugh. But I realize that some things are more important than the system that I have in place. Some things are more important than my time. Some things are more important. Building that relationship is more important. Like for me, excuse me, and my wife, it's like, man, like some that, that few extra minutes I spend at night is, is more important than me getting a few extra minutes of sleep. Yeah, I'll be cranky a little bit in the morning, but it doesn't matter because we're still building that relationship. And I think the same way with God. So many times we're just like, man, how often do we want God to show up in the time that we want him to show up? But when he asks us to give him time, We don't give him any. And then next is we have an expectation that is unlogical and unreal. So we expect things to go a certain way. We expect things to go in a certain pattern. We expect expect things to be smooth. I think about the story of Joseph where Joseph, you know, he had two dreams. He got a dream for about his brothers bowing down to him. His dream about his parents bowing down to him as well. And it's like, I'm sure when he got it, he was like, yeah, it's going to happen. Right. But then he went through all the other crap that that came with that. And on the other end, it happened. He's like, you know what, what? What you meant for evil, God meant for good, which was, you know, his brother selling him into slavery. And it's like we have an expectation of when God gives us something, he says, hey, you're going to do the groancaster, Or, hey, you're going to do the podcast. Or, hey, you're going to do this. And you're expecting it. Okay, God said it. So, you know, I'll be able to walk freely into that with no problems, no issues, no heartache or whatever. And we think about even when God, God, you know, Jesus is God's son, but he's also fully God. And, and God was like, hey, in order for you to save the world, this has to happen this way. Jesus didn't want to go to the cross, right? He's like, God, if there's a way to take this from me, please take this cup. Please take this cup from me. And it, it didn't happen that way. And that wasn't the case because God knew that the only way that we can go to heaven is that we believe in his only begotten son that he sacrificed for us. And that's the gift of salvation in that way. And I think about it, we we get so caught up in the expectation of things have to be the way that we want them. Things have to be picture perfect, essentially. And so many times we get upset and so frustrated with God, like, God, why did you, why did you have me go through this? When you're first going through something, you're in a situation like, God, why why are you doing this to me? Why are you showing me this? Why are you, why are you being putting this to me? But then after the fact and something else happens, like, yo, God, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you so much for not answering the prayers that I had about certain things. God, thank you so much for taking me through these situations because it made me stronger and you're preparing me for something else. And I, and that's my last point. His way is the best way. God is not asking you to follow His way because it is not best for you. He's asking you to because it is best for you. One, God gets the glory. Two, you are taken care of and provided for, and you're doing it in His strength and not yours. And it and it and it really goes to show, like when we we humble ourselves, it's, it's a thing of pride, right? It's like we have to humble ourselves immensely to say, hey, you know what, God. I'm giving up my plans. Matter of fact, God, I'm putting you in the plans before we even make them. God, show us what you want us to do for this. Show us how you want us to handle this situation, God. Show us what you want me to speak on this podcast, God. Show me what you want to say in this video. And by by doing that, you're like, God, I'm taking it out of my hands because I know I can mess it up. And a a lot of times I really do think that God will allow you to mess up your life. He will allow you to, to mess up. Your life in a way, so you realize what it's like when you try to be in control versus with him. Because I realize when God's in control, it does not make any kind of sense in how things work out the way that they work out. Like for me, there's no way. I'm like, yo, I'm in Indiana. How? How? What is? What is this going on? Like, I didn't at first when I moved to to Rensselaer. I was like, what are you? What are you doing out here, God? And now I'm married, living in Indiana. I'm like, yo, this is wild. Like, I didn't even know that you would do such a thing. I didn't know. There's some things I never even seen before. And I'm like, yo, God, this is what you're doing right now. Yo, that's lit. But a lot of that comes with, you know what, God? He had to break me. He was spanking my behind because I was so caught up in doing things my way. I was so caught up in interpreting everything my way. I was so caught up in um, just the simple fact of, it's going to work in my time. Everything is going to work out the right way anyway. It's going to work out the way that it's supposed to. And I'm going to make it happen if it doesn't. Like, I know a lot of people out there like, uh, are just like me in that way. It's like, bro, you can't do it. Bro. Fine, don't worry about it. All right, I do it myself. And a lot of times we avoid the lesson that God is teaching us by, you know what, I'm going to just do it myself as opposed to, you know what, God, let me be humble enough to listen Instead of pop off, let me be humble enough to, to listen to what they're saying when I'm trying to teach them. Let me be humble enough to put my sense of time aside. Let me be humble enough to continue to love them and to continue to to grow with them and continue to do all those things with them, even though I don't feel like they just get it. And a lot of times that's God. Like when you ask for certain things, guys, like, I'm answering your prayer right now by putting you in a situation that you have to lean on me to get through. I think about what even Noah—not Noah, but um, uh, Jonah—where he went to Nineveh. He was still like, "Bro, okay, cool. Like, God, you got me. I was in the well. Cool, I'm out now." I talked to him, bro. Look, they ain't even doing nothing. But God's like, "You, you seeing something different here, bud? You seeing, you seeing something completely different here? You don't even have the right attitude to do this. But I'm, I'm still going to use you in this situation to get my will done because at the end of the day, it's like, look." God's will trumps our will every day. And God is so sovereign that he can even use our mistakes to, to, to work all things to, to for our good. But it's still like, man, imagine if I would have just never been out of God's will and always lived in his will. Imagine how that would be. Yeah, I'm sure times would be, be hard, but imagine what kind of strength you would have. Imagine what kind of faith you would have in him in those situations. I think about my parents all the time. It's like, yo, like, why do you give so much mom and dad? Why do you tithe like you do? Why do you do this? Why do you do that? And they're like, son, we learned at a very early age that God will always provide for those that love him. God will always, when you're doing something for the Lord, he will provide for you. It may not always seem like it. It may not always happen the way that you wanted to but he'll provide i'll never forget um i tell this story all the time but me and my brother were praying for like two big wheels for christmas and i'm like yo my mom was like yeah there's no way that's gonna happen we're like okay god we can yeah, i know god jesus can do it mom you say if we ask you he'll, he'll give us the desires of our heart we're like four or five and lo and behold there's a cell at Kmart, and we were able to get the two big wheels for christmas we're like mom looks he told you jesus allowed it to happen and i so and, and that same kind of faith I didn't realize that was being sewn into me at a very, very early age. And that same kind of faith that I had then I, I need now. It's not just, I want it. I need it now to see when things are going crazy and going al- aloof in the world, right? As a black man in America, like, bro, I don't know if I'm going to make it tomorrow with COVID-19 going on. I'm like, dang, bro, if I go anywhere, I might, I might die because somebody going to cough and I'm, I'm going to run away. But all these things in that uncertainty, God has really been working in my life because it's like, look, my job is ambiguous. I don't know necessarily what I'm gonna be the next year. I can't really plan out too far in the future. I have ideas what I want to be, but I'm like, you know what, God, show me what you want me to do. Right? Sometimes I don't. I feel discouraged because I don't really want to do the growncast or the grown life podcast. But I realize that even when I when I push through and do the grown life podcast or growncast, God still works in that way. If nobody, if nothing else. That when I listen back to that episode, I'm like, "Dang, God, I needed that today." Whew! I don't know how you use me to speak to me, but sheesh, you do. And and with that, I gotta I gotta take a little praise, babe. At this point, we got over 500 downloads, y'all. 500 downloads. That is amazing because I can guarantee, like most of those downloads happened within the past month and a half. Think about that. The podcast started in October. And the downloads from March, really April, March, April to June, over five, 500, 400 downloads in two months, bro. And I know for me that that's just a reminder that when you live in, in God's purpose for your life, when you live in his will for your life, he will provide. And my mom got me a plaque and for Christmas this past year, and it and it references Isaiah 58, but the, the message behind it is where God guides, he provides. If God guides you there, he'll provide you for you in that and through that as well. And so in all of this, remember y'all, like, like really trusting his time and really trusting in his plan and his way, and not our own sometimes, because what you don't understand is If you don't trust in his way at some point, you you don't know what you're forfeiting. You don't know what what you're missing out on the other side. And the good thing is about God, he gives grace and mercy that when we do mess up, we can always come back to him. And thank you uh, for this segment, y'all. I really, really appreciate it. I love talking about just God's timing because, you know, me and my wife had that whole God's timing versus our plan thing. And and I can't wait to bring that back as well. That's coming soon for sure. Um, But. Just just remember, man, God's timing is supreme. He's sovereign. And it's very difficult, but the, the same God that will give us the strength in it is the same God that will give us the strength to be humble and to really be like, you know what, God, I, I submit to your will. The hardest thing in the world to do is submit because it, it really requires you to give up all your power and say, you know what, your power is better than mine. Your will is better than mine. You can do it. And so, with that being said, let's move on to the, our Be Thankful topic. For me, this week, I am so extremely thankful for God's love, for His sovereignty, and His plan. I've, I see God working in so many different small ways. I can't put my finger on how it's going to work out. I, a part of me really wants to know, God, how are you going to work this? Like, You know what I'm saying? How are you going what's to... The, what's the overview? And A lot of times, God gives me the 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 big picture. I can see myself on the stage somewhere. All right, cool. That's real specific. Like, Thanks God for that. But in that, in in doing that, I am thankful for being on this journey in my purpose. I realize there are so many people out there that do not understand what their purpose is and for me to have something just to pour into and people to pour into. It's like, yo God, I, I appreciate this, however small it is. I am thankful for being able to speak to every single the last one of y'all, you specifically, I am thankful for, because if nobody says this, God loves you. God, God loves you so much. He gave up his son for you. He died on the cross for you. And, and I know that sometimes we forget like, yo, like, you know, how can God really love me like that? He created you for a purpose and a reason. If you're still breathing, you have a purpose in this life. And I'm so thankful that God has shown me a part of my purpose. And don't be discouraged if you only know a little piece of what you want to do. Keep going. I know that God will reveal it. And I'm also thankful for the Grown Life, Grown cast family. Y'all don't know how often God uses you all to get to me, to speak to me, to keep me going. It's just small things like, yo, you keep doing your thing, bro. And just knowing that I'm living in, in, in God's purpose for my life. Is amazing. And another thing is I love y'all. And if I didn't love you, I wouldn't pray for you. So let's pray. God, I'm just, I'm thankful for the Grown Life family. God, I'm thankful for what you're doing, the work that you're doing in, in their lives and in my life. God, I'm praying for our leaders of this country right now. I'm praying for, for everyone's leadership, whether that be household, community, family, world, whatever. I'm praying for their leadership and give them the wisdom they need. God, I'm also praying specifically for the Grown Life family, God. Allow them to see who you are. Allow them to see your might, your strength, your timing, God. Allow them to see what purpose you have in their life, God. Make it plain. Make it simple for them to be able to live through and live in, God. Give them the strength. Give them the power. Give them the growth to be able to do such things, God. Also, I'm praying for encouragement, motivation, and empowerment for those that are seeking your purpose in their lives, God. All of these things we ask in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all. And that has been another episode of the Grown Life Podcast. Again, you can find us on social media. Find me, the host, uh, s.k.boyer, on Instagram, skboyer underscore on Twitter. If you have any emails, questions, if you even want to get on the podcast, send us an email at grown, G-R-O-W-N Enterprises, e n t r p r i s e s at gmail.com and we'll get back to you. I got to say it one time before I get up out of here, man. Look, always, always, always remember that to live the grown life, you must what? Keep God first. Peace. Mm-hmm.